In the fourth century, beginning in the Eastern Church and then a little bit later in the Roman Church, Christians established a feast to honor all the saints, those that the church is competent to declare are in heaven and the far greater number known only to God. Originally, this feast was celebrated on May 13th as the Feast of All Martyrs, but somewhere in the 800s, Pope Gregory IV moved it to November 1st, where it has remained ever since and is known as the Feast of All Saints. Who exactly is a saint? Simple, one who is in heaven. Can't get any simpler than that. Sadly, many think that the saints are disconnected from us who are still on our pilgrim way. That the saints are, well, they're there, they're in heaven, and we're here, and that pretty much sums it up. Nothing could be further from the truth. Why? At every Catholic funeral service, the bishop, the priest, or the deacon will say these words. My brothers and sisters, we believe that all the ties of friendship and affection which knit us as one throughout our lives do not unravel with death. Now, perhaps we're so used to those words, they go in one ear and out the other, they've lost their impact. Perhaps at times grief and loss block us from hearing them. But those words are designed for us precisely in those horrible, gut-wrenching moments when our loved one is taken into this mystery we call death, not only to comfort us, but to renew a profound hope that death has no power. Let me say that again. Death has no power to destroy the life-giving relationships we were graced to forge in this life. Yes, Death radically changes those relationships. That's why we hurt. That's why we ache. That's why Jesus says, blessed are those who mourn when a loved one leaves us behind. We miss those activities, those words, the, the, the person's mannerisms, even just the simple presence of that person that brought about a sense of comfort and security. But the love that we were graced to share survives the grave. There are only two things that we take with us when we pass through this mystery called death. The knowledge we acquired in this life and the love we were graced to give and receive. Death is powerless to touch them. I have never liked referring to those who've gone before us as the dead. Because if they died with faith in Jesus, they're not dead. They're more alive than we are. Now how can that be? They see the truth in all its glory. Whereas we struggle to discern the truth in a world filled with distracting and tantalizing illusions that we so easily get ensnared in. They understand why their lives unfolded as they did, whereas, frankly, you and I usually don't. They saw the reasons for the tragedies and all the sufferings they endured in this life, whereas often when we have those tragedies and sufferings, we rail against God in those moments as if we have some inherent right 
to be immune from such things. They are no longer fallen creatures, but they have achieved the fullness of the redemption. They have faith's goal, God. You and I, yeah, we grope and plod our way through a deep darkness. They're not dead at all. They are in the fullness of life that God designed us for, and therefore they attain the fullness of their humanity. You and I are still working that out. They no longer need faith because they have God. While we are totally reliant on faith and sacraments and gospel, if we hope to successfully slog our way through this pilgrimage, because these men, these women, and children, the saints in heaven, are so fully alive, so fully and completely human, their capacity to receive and give love to God, to each other, and to us knows no limits. If you think that your family member or your friend loved you while the two of you were in this world, Take that love, add to it all the wonderful experiences you shared, multiply that by infinity, and you just begin to grasp the depth of love that person has for you right now in heaven and will continue to have for you until that moment when God calls you to surrender in faith and hope to the mystery we call death. Then, in that moment, assuming we've used this life well, or perhaps after a period of purification, we shall see the truth as the saints do, because we shall have become saints. The difficulty we have is that our perceptions, our thinking, even our language, are confined by the limits of our understanding. We're made for eternity, but we are imprisoned by our conceptions of time. From the vantage point of our loved ones in heaven, time has no meaning, no value. And what for us are impenetrable mysteries are for them so very clear, so self-evident. We celebrate those who have passed from this life and are now with God, experiencing the fullness of life. But in doing so, we also renew the bonds of love and affection that we were graced to have with them. That love, that affection, was not laid to rest in the grave with the body of our loved one. Heck no! It went with his or her soul before the Lord of life, and it's never stopped growing. Their love for us only intensifies, desiring that we come to share what they have. May we have the wisdom to live a life that will lead us to heaven.